Jamie Mackay, host of the country. Evening, Jamie. G'day, Heather. Hey, do you know this guy, uh, Bill Burr, who chopped off the finger in Pew Pew? Yeah, I do a wee bit. I've met him on a couple of occasions. Uh, if you drive between Pew Pew and Tekawiti, uh, just up from the golf course, his flag flies, or not his flag, he flies a Trump flag, uh, believe it or not, on his farm. Bill's rather a fervent Trump supporter. I won't hold that against him. He's given me plenty of jip every time I've mentioned Donald Trump in a disparaging manner, which has been quite often on, on my show. Um, but look, I um, I did some homework on this one. I rang some of the some of the locals and almost without exception in the uh, in the king country region they seem to be behind of them behind him some of them are saying he probably went a step too far and he probably did when he he or his son Sean whacked the end of the finger off of this intruder but you've got to remember this bloke had uh, that was the fourth time to the batter's yeah. box for this home invader or robber or whatever you want to call him he hit Bill over the back of the head with the wine bottle look in my opinion Heather, when you go into someone's house and if you do that, especially for the fourth time, you lose all rights. And, you know, talking about Trump, uh, and if that happened in America, I know what, what would have happened to the intruder. He would have, he would yeah. have lost more than his finger. Listen, out of interest, is this a problem in that part of the world? I mean, are these, are these farmers getting hassled by young kids like this? Oh, I, I don't necessarily know that, but I just know society's getting a bit more violent. We only need to look mm. at what's happening with all the ram raids, for instance, in the in the big cities and people are getting more desperate and people are flogging stuff and people are hitting people and shooting people. It's just getting messier. The trouble when you're out in the wop wops, not that Bill and Sean Burr were, were there, they're effectively on, on a main highway, but, you know, help is often a long way away from your, from your local police or whatever so mind you help's well, too right. often I a mean, long way away in town yeah, Jamie, as well I appreciate nah, that fair point because he called the cops and he called his son and his son turned up first and they managed to, to you know give this this kid the bash and chop his finger off before the cops arrived so tells you that it help is a, is a while away isn't it yeah, it is a while away, and one mm. of his neighbours who uh, was, a, was a witness in the court, and I do know him well, I've um, had quite a bit to do with him, one of the witnesses, uh, he was the next-door neighbour, he came along and helped, and I think uh, his testimony went a long way in, in the court of law. No one, no one condones, condones violence, should I say, Heather, uh, but you but know, the it's the old story, an eye for an eye. Yep, the old testament. Eh? Um, now, you guys, uh, as farmers, your community are going to be watching this climate change announcement on Monday, I'd imagine, with um, bated breath. Yeah, bated breath, holding our breath. Oh, uh, my understanding is, Heather, that it's going to be more around uh, transport and, and fossil fuel burning, because you'll remember when it comes to agricultural greenhouse gas emissions that we're all waiting around for this wonderful consultation process known as Hiwaka Ekanoa to play out. Now, um, let me check my notes. I think it's by the end of May uh, when they're going to finish that consultation period. And I note that uh, Jim Vanderpol, the chair of uh, dairy NZ, Waikato Dairy Farmers, um, saying you've got to let this process play out and He's saying, Federated Farmers are saying, and Beef and Lamb New Zealand are saying, uh, Hiwaka Ekanoa and having farmers to make the decision themselves a hell of a lot better than just being chucked into the ETS. Just to give you an idea of what it might cost, a farm level levy, as opposed to a processor level le levy, it's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? For your average Waikato dairy farmer, it could cost four to five grand a year initially, which doesn't sound too bad to me, rising to $16,000 
by the year 2050. And I've seen some models, Heather, uh, under an ETS system which suggest farmers could be paying a hell of a lot more than that. Farmers need to play their part, as do we all. So, uh, you know, what is Haywaka Ekanoa? We're all in the waka together. Jamie, thanks very much. Jamie Mackay, host of the country.